Hello, my name is Andy Britton. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. For the next few moments, I would like us to consider overcoming doubt, fear, and anxiousness. And so let's begin. Is it possible for our mind to destroy us? I believe it not only can, but it will, if we allow it to. In fact, I think I know some people who have been destroyed by their own fears to the point that they even shipwrecked their own faith. And so let's be honest. We've all experienced a runaway mind. A problem arises, our thoughts begin to add up, then they multiply bigger and bigger and bigger. Our mind is going wild. Unchecked, the pulse quickens, adrenaline flows, instant fear, paranoia fills the body, and you can almost feel it spread throughout. This condition could be brought on by almost anything, a fear of a dreaded disease, a fear of death, worry over circumstances, uncertainties of tomorrow, disappointment, the sin that so easily entangles us, loneliness, a feeling of inadequacy, being unsure of our salvation, or maybe even just something that is unique to you. So how do we stop such worry and fear? Do we go to the doctor? Do we take an aspirin, Valium? Do we try some type of exotic medication, alcohol, illegal drugs? I believe there is a prescription. How do we overcome our doubts, our fears, and our anxiousness in that we can control how we think? Well, let me suggest to you four ways. Number one, we must discipline our thinking. We have to control our thoughts. God has given us a will, and it's scripture that tells us that we can control our thinking. We read, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, Rejoice. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And the God of peace will be with you. And so all these passages that I just shared with you that have combined together, I believe what we find here is that Paul is telling us that God's peace doesn't just flow automatically, but will require some discipline on our part. That is, we have a choice. Step number two is count your blessings. And now I hope you're not saying, well, I don't don't have any blessings. The fact of the matter is we all do. Life, sunshine, water, food, friends, the air we breathe, on and on and on we could go. We could go on with blessings that we take for granted. There is the disease that didn't overtake you. There's the house you live in that's not burned down, the car that you drive that has not wrecked. You have forgiveness. You have peace and the surpassing understanding that God provides. You have access to God through prayer. And so Paul tells us to rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Count those rejoiceables with thanksgiving. So let me suggest you take a minute or two. Take a break even from this podcast. Pause it and out loud, name as many as of those blessings that you have and rejoice about those blessings. Number three, prayer and petition. You see, the word anxious is a synonym for worry. Paul says, stop it. In the Greek, Paul literally says, do not worry about not even one thing. He does not, however, leave us stranded, but tells us how to stop our anxiousness. He states in everything by prayer and petition. The King James says, by prayer and supplication. The word translated supplication means asking for one's personal needs. And so Paul is saying anything big enough to worry about is big enough to pray about. Whatever our problems may be, no matter how trivial, 
take it to God in prayer. Because with him, all things, no matter how hopeless they may seem, are possible. It was Jesus who said, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than the clothes? Consider the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them? Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? It's a rhetorical question that Jesus asks, and it's simple. We can't. And so we need to go to God in prayer and petition as we deal with our doubts and our fears and our anxiousness. Fourth and last, replace the worries, the doubts, and the fears with positives. Jesus gives us a parable about an individual who cleansed his thoughts of the negatives, but did not finish the work by adding the positives. The end condition was worse than the first. Paul knew counting our blessings and asking God for help was not enough. A mind cleansed of worry and fear must be filled with good thoughts, or the worries are just going to return, and they're going to return sevenfold. And so think about things that are right, that are pure, that are lovely, that are admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, as we read in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. And when we do that, what's going to happen? The peace of God, which surpasses all human comprehension, will keep our hearts and minds through Jesus. You see, God created us with the ability to control our thoughts. We must do it. Solomon said, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Jesus maintained from the heart come the issues of life. And so as we think we are, we are. We must fill our hearts with good thoughts, and we will conquer our worrisome fears and anxiousness. Thank you for listening. May God keep you and protect you. Until next time, God bless.